Semester Vlog, where we talk about comedy. managed to showcase her comedy throughout different venues in many cities like New York, Baltimore, Washington DC, Chicago, and she's even traveled to Canada. She just recently auditioned at the Broadway Comedy Club in Manhattan and was awarded a development spot deal. She has a very interesting point of view, not only because she's a female, but also English is her second language. This fresh approach and unique point of view are making her the new favorite in the comedy scene. The crowds are really responding and encouraging her originality. She's a small lady, but very courageous and bold. She's not afraid of making fun of her culture and stereotypes. What's your name? I was like, my name is Ho. I was like, a ho? Excuse me, sir, I'm not a ho. Ho is my cousin. Okay. She is a ho. Her mom is a ho. Her dad is a ho. Her whole family is a ho. Not me. Not me. Welcome to the Pan Actor Blog. How are you doing? Were you always a funny person? I never ever realized I am the funny person. But um, my friends, ever since I grew up, they say I'm goofy. My dad is a pretty sarcastic person. So he loves teasing people all the time. So I, I think I got my vibe from him. Just like seeing him teasing me, teasing my mom, teasing others, his co-workers. Every time he is on the table, it's always like a very funny conversation going on. And my mom and my grandma, they're always like natural. I think they're very natural funny. So they're just making bits without realizing it's actually really funny. When I was in primary school, I listened to all uh, the com- local comedian like in my province. My mom got me monthly subscription for like seven years for uh, like comics. So I think they have this kind of idea of becoming a comic. And comedian as a profession in my country, in China, is a highly, highly um, professionalized. So you have to, if you want to become a, a traditional cross-talker or like a comedian, you have to start when you're a kid. So you have to actually follow a master as a princess, so you have to learn different skills and you have to learn how to play instrument, tongue twister, that sort of stuff. But I came here and then somehow, I don't know, I, have to, I want to make friends and if you want to make friends, it has to be like really easy to talk. So I think I developed that kind of humor. I hate small talks, you know, if you don't care about my well-being, why you ask me how I'm doing, you know? <laughs> And the next day, I become a weirdo. Everybody knows Ho is a weirdo now in the office. 
who was the influence for you to understand how to talk to a crowd? Because, you know, it's not the same as being funny with your friends and becoming, uh, I guess, technically, uh, you know, a public speaker. Were there any comedians that you wanted to be like? So I think there's two aspects to this question. Um, for me, first of all, English is my second language. So I go into mics every day. Um, I can observe other comics, like open micers, or if I go to a show, I can see how other like B room or A room comics do um, as a crowd work or like how do they structure their jokes. But as a second, like a English learners, um, I watch all the comics. So actually, when I first started, I just go around asking other comics for recommendation. Like, do they have their favorite comics, and who are they? And then I just like ask them to write down the names for me, because I think to understand American humor, I had to see all this like, you know, so-called made it comics. Like how, what's their perspective and what's their style, and what is their approach to comedy that make people feel they're so funny? Um, yeah, so I watch a lot of comics, different kinds of comedians alongside the way, other than going to mics. And second of all, and when I watch all those comedians, I take notes and then I will, you know, people have different.、Uh, Like favors or faves, like favorites.、Um, it's just happened to me. I like those kind of comedians. Really, really give zero fuck about anything. So, Doug Stanhope is. It's like a, I like, I like, I like comedians who provide the world with unique perspective. So and in a in a very very down to earth way. So Doug Stanhope, George Carlin, and Bill Hicks, they're just very funny. They're. they're Their rants and their raves are just so unique and refreshing. So I'm inspired to become a comedian like them. But then、um, I like I also like、um, comedians、um, break down English. So because I'm I'm learning English, so I think it's funny to see the difference between cultures, like international comics. So that's why I I just like different kinds of comics. But I'm just like really drawn to these two types of comics, and my favorite is Doug Stanhope, just so perfect, just so unique. The way they treat the the audience and how they intertwine their their bits with the crowd work, and yeah, it takes time to to become that level or ever never I don't know, but I'm aspire to become comedian like them. Just finished my mic tonight. It's so late. I was the last one. Being comedian is really hard. I really admire people who actually make it. How long have you been doing comedy? So I actually started May 2016. I got into this one month or five weeks introduction to comedy by local library. So it's like a very simple workshop. And I did my ten times、uh, that year. I only did ten times. Can you imagine? Now I was like, I can do ten times right now in a week. But, 
Back in 2016, I only did like 10 times in a year, in half a year. I was either drunk or so, or like、uh, very tipsy, because I didn't have the courage to go up on a stage, face all the crowd. I was so scared. And I decided to give up after the 10th time. I was like, oh no, it's not for me. But,、um, but I decided to pick it up and really be, become really committed. It's、um, last June. Uh, it's majorly because my grandpa passed away.、Um, I don't know, like, it's, if one of her, my close family, family members passed away, it just changed your perspective about life, you know. And I think if, like, I should do something, make myself happy, and then, you know, just be, be happy about who I am and about my weirdness, I don't know. So, I decided to pick it up, but I was mourning for my grandpa for half a year. So, I really picked it up in September, last September. So, I got like, really, really committed. So, I want to make it happen. So, like, yeah, so that's the basic timeline for my comedy career so far. Can you tell me a little bit about how is your week like as a comedian? Do you have a schedule? Because you go to work, but then you perform you perform like seven days a week, right? Is that the case? Work days, I will go out for mics. So I either have going to open mics like, or、uh, schedule some showcase. But mostly, yeah, I,、mm, Monday to Fridays for sure. Saturday, Sunday, it depends on whether I can get into those rooms. Because, like, weekends is a showcase room. So, it's not for me to decide whether I wanted to perform or not. But most, yeah, I I'm trying to go up on the stage every day. Because, like, I think like, I don't really care about my job right now. So, I, mostly, I think comedy is my job right now. Like, I treat it seriously. But my day job is like, eh, I can get by, that's fine. What is your process in booking? How do you book your open mics? Reach out to other comics. I always go to, because I really wanted to do a comedy tour.、Um, I think I would go to Canada too this, this year, probably in May or June. I just always, always reach out to people. I got a really, 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 really good tip from、um, another comedian. He said, like, Just be nice to everybody and always reach out and take initiative. That's a major, major advice he g i v e to me. Because no one's gonna ask, book you until you actually actively asking them to book you or show that you're, you're worth their time, you know? Like, first of all, you work hard on your materials and going to mics, open mics. And second of all, just like networking. Ask around, ask the host, ask the producer whether they want, they can, they have like a slot for you. I mean, it's gonna be a little bit、um, embarrassing to, to start or to ask. I still have a hard time to,、uh, of doing that. You know, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. So, but then I always ask myself to step out of my comfort zone, to ask, to email them, to 
to text them any kind of website like i just google open mics or mics in the city or comedy in the city i just reach out one of the things that i i keep mentioning to you is uh your work ethic so was it trigger because your grandfather died or have you always been this determined what makes you be this way i think i'm always like this um it's like uh, if i feel passionate about this stuff i would put myself to this work and make it make it the best out of me so if i really motivated i got i believe in the bigger picture or bigger mission of those things either profession or industry or hobby i would just put myself out and work hard One of the other qualities that I've noticed about you is the, uh, the approach that you have with people. You know, it's, um, it's a skill that you have. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, you're very charismatic. Is this something you learned or you always been like this? And if you learned this, how did you learn? Because, you know, one of the things I noticed about comedy is that you can write clever jokes, but if you're not able to establish a connection with the audience, the joke will not work. How do you establish that connection? Because we all only have three seconds, less than a half of a second to establish that connection. What is your process? Have you learned in the last year of being a comedian? Have you learned that? Do you know what it is that you're doing that gets you to connect with your audience in that split of a second? Actually, I am working on it. Um, I still haven't figured out. But uh, I think the thing is like, you want to make sure people are having fun. I think there is a way you can, you can just go out, talk to strangers and to see how you can connect them. I always like think like, oh, okay. So I think small objects, for example, if I'm talking to a stranger and I mention something about their culture and they would be like, oh, really? You know that too? So that kind of uh, knowledge, I think it requires knowledge, like reading. And so they kind of become handy when you're talking to the crowd. Uh, so it's, it's hard skill to get, I think, just like, especially if you are facing a tough crowd. But normally, I think just do jokes first and then start with a strong joke, loose people up. And then, yeah, they, if they are, they are there for comedy and they lose up, um, I don't think you have a, a, too much trouble finish your set at least. What is comedy to you? Comedy, I think, so that's the things. I think um, all the comics I know, we're all like weird. I don't know, like not... A, they're bad, weird, or good, weird. Like people who probably have some tra traumatic experience, and they, they use comedy as an outlet or therapy, or they just really enjoying the, the attention. But for me, I think um, comedy. I'm not that. I, I don't think I'm really uh, not a very honest person in my real life. Um, but I'm trying to make my point 
honest in my comedy, you know, my worldview, and it's like a therapy or outlet for my emotion, for my thoughts, for my like take about certain subjects or topics. I think it really helps, and、uh, yeah, and I think it just makes me、um, happier as a person. And what is your point of view? What are you bringing to the table as a comedian that is different from everybody else? I think the fact as a Chinese and a female、um, doing comedy is quite unique. So there, it's pretty novel for them to see me on the stage. So because you know how the stereotypes about China or Chinese, right? And then the fact I'm talking about Chinese and China. It's already a very unique perspective. So, I will, I will, I have like one really aggressive joke about eating dogs. It's always Americans talking about China or Chinese or Korean eating dogs. They rarely hear、uh, my perspective about eating dogs. So, it's very progressive and aggressive, but I make it in a way that not hard to take it, you know. But still, like Americans love dogs. So I rarely do this joke if it's for like audition or competition, because like not everybody will happy about it. You know where I'm a new comic, so now all my jokes like low hanging fruits. For example, like we talk about dating, sex, and then a little bit stereotypes about China. Everybody has a common knowledge. I will talk about that. I will talk about a little bit about my English, like. English expression, things like that, would make me wonder or like feel interesting, intrigued about.、Um, sometimes I find English is really inaccurate.、Uh, hear me out. So, for example, fuck you like an animal. You know that, right? What an absurd and inaccurate charge on animals. You know, I feel offended on behalf of all the animals. <laughs> And what are the stereotypes that you're talking about? What what is considered a Chinese stereotype? This is only my perspective, what I experience, right?、Um, I think they have expectation about Chinese being good at math. Let me ask you a question, though. Didn't you say that you work for a bank? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm not really good at it. I don't know. It's like this stereotypes, like. That's the the thing that keep you like if you want to work in the states, you have to work that kind of、uh, job. It's like a selection bias, right? The, that group makes people think, oh, all Chinese are good at math. But there's so many people left in China or who are Chinese there. They don't like math. They do a lot of、um, movie arts too. So that's one stereotype about Chinese. Another stereotype is about like we don't drive them. Well, <laughs> especially Asian girls. Do you drive well? I I I do, but I I don't drive here. That's the that's another reason I don't drive、okay. here. Yeah, but I only drive um like one or two years. I only practice one or two years back in China. And as another stereotype is about Chinese being submissive, like really timid. Um, you know, not very. Talkative, sociable. So I will talk about that a little bit too. We will make America great again. What is the environment for you right now? You know, you're a female. 
you're in the comedy business right now the world especially in the united states is facing um a very interesting environment where any minority is considered dangerous and you were being out there being bold can you tell me a little bit about this what is your take on that i think it's crazy to see uh, so many protests going on since he got elected um how he refers to other countries like shithole countries or his uh, wacky tweets but then for me i think um i don't feel i don't know i don't feel like um i got really not welcome in this industry i think be- maybe it's because i'm an actually really rare commodity in this industry and i am not um i all my jokes people understand like audience loves me sometimes i think you guys are mandarators too uh, earlier today right i was on the subway so this very white lady wearing this um red baseball can um with some letters on it like what is that oh make america great again so she told me it's like go back to china I was like, how do you know I'm homesick? I wish this subway take me home. I don't know why they like me. I just don't know. But then every time I go to a room, like if I'm doing jokes, the audience definitely, uh, like most of the times they just approach me, say, oh, you're so funny and blah, blah, blah. And they, I don't think they have like a really bad reception about like Chinese talking on the stage. But I do got, um, hecklers as a female i feel threatened by some of the male like uh, aggressive looking audience not as being chinese i think you have any tips that uh, you want to give anybody to pursue this career Hmm, I think uh, I am a new comic, so I'm learning, but um, comedy requires a lot of work um, because all those top comics you see on special or on TV, they make it so natural and make you realize or fantasize. Oh, I can be like, I'm funny too, so I can do that too. But when you actually got into this industry and then you realize it's really tough, it's like uh, one of my um, one of the more established comic told me um, comedy or stand-up comedy is like an in, uh, individual sport it's very lonely and it requires a lot of um, mental strength to go through all those mics all the shit happened during mic or after mic or before mic and then yeah you have just to be really committed if you really want to make it and otherwise like i think i'm learning from other comics too like networking is actually really important too in the show business so yeah always reach out and make friends with other comics and then learn from each other i think it's just like you have to be really healthy yourself about your health about your emotion and uh, about with other people's uh, relationship so it's like it because there are so many so many comics in the states itself and just like how many of them make it to the louis ck level or other even as duxa like even other a-list comics there are not a lot so like it's just like all those things combined together 
maybe can push you to the B list or A list. But just like, just give it a try, you know. I think、um, instead of go, I think there's a, a philosophy of、uh, the upper side of upside of quitting. So if you feel frustrated or you feel like really sad, you cannot move, cannot like、uh, keep it going. Just set a goal, like okay, when this happened, I need no, I I know that I need to quit. So just for your own sake,、uh, own sake. So、mm, that's my take, my so far observation and my thoughts. Um, you know, learning to become a professional comic. What are your goals in any near future? What is your goal? How do you see yourself in the next two years, three years? I hopefully in two or three years. I can apply for those like festivals. At least you know get like a three minutes, like starting from like small festivals, and then build up the profile or portfolio. Hopefully, I can be hired doing comedy full time, so I don't need to actually work day job,、um, and I can make a living out of it because I don't want us money from my parents. But hopefully, I can do comedy full time. In about three or four years,、um, that's pretty ideal for a new comic, I think. Well, thank you for coming, Hope. I appreciate it.、Mm-hmm. You're welcome, and thank you for having me here. It's a it, it's a really a pr- pleasure to talk to you, and I will follow you on this blog podcast. Fantastic. And stay in touch. Please stay in touch. Okay. Take care. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. bye. Thank you for listening, and if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We would love to hear from you, and don't forget to subscribe. Take care.